Welcome back to season two of the Love Letters to Virginia podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Pazmino. Thanks for listening. Hey guys, I'm Tabitha McNeil, and I'm an animation voiceover actor. Hey Tabitha, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm great. I got my kind of voiceover commissioned piece um in my email today so I'm super excited to like put it everywhere so that's what I've been like scrambling to do right now because I kind of waited for two weeks from a really amazing artist and it looks so good so I'm super excited to actually have a voiceover you know kind of profile picture since I've seen most people have it I'm like oh I want one nice that's awesome I kind of saw a bunch of voiceover actors have you know, they're not their headshots. You know, most actors, they, they have their headshot in everything. And I was like, oh, this is different. They kind of made a little caricature of themselves and they're kind of either holding a mic or they're holding, you know, like maybe it's like in an anime stance or something. And I was like, this is really interesting. I should do that. I mean, <laughs> like, I want to be a part. So um, I kept looking and I was like, okay, if I find 20 people with it, then I'm going to do it. And I saw more than that. And some people use their headshots, but I was like, hmm, I I actually like having a caricature. And I've had a couple of made before, uh, but this one is just super unique to what I really wanted. I had a Bob's Burger one commissioned for me before. And that was just when I was just starting voiceover. And I was like, I'm going to be on Bob's Burgers, but just in case they don't hire me, I'm going to make my own character. And yeah, that's pretty much it. I just kind of found someone that was really good to my needs. And I think it's super adorable and cute. That's so awesome. Who did you end up working with? So her name is Issa. Um, I just kind of found her on Twitter. And I saw a couple of other voiceover actors actually get commissioned by her. And I was like, oh, this is super cute. And it was actually pretty cheap. I think I only paid maybe $20 for the entire thing. Um, and it would have been cheaper than that. But I also got, uh, um, I wanted to use it commercially. And I also wanted to get a, a, a demo card. So when I actually have my demo reel, it looks like it goes together. I'm definitely going to go back to her. So I'm excited. Awesome. How long have you been acting for? Uh-oh. Your audio cut out on me for some reason. Oh, is that Um, I can hear you just very, very faintly. Oh, sad. Okay. I'm sorry. How about now? There we go. Awesome. Okay. Sorry about that. Nope. nope. It was me. I was trying to hook up my new microphone and I didn't turn <laughs> the game oh. on. It was really low. I forgot. <laughs> I had to scream a couple of days ago and I had to turn it down super low and I didn't turn it back up. Oh, what were you screaming for? <laughs> uh, it was an audio drama. It was, I just booked this maybe a week ago and he was like, Hey, can you do like a, blood curling scream and I was like I'll try <laughs> um, 
And so I literally had to turn the gain all, all the way down just to do the screen to make it sound amazing. He liked it. I was like, oh, this is my first time screaming into my mic, especially with my new setup. So yeah, it was great. Okay. So are you working with a home studio right now? Mm-hmm. Very nice. What kind of microphone are you using? So since I recently upgraded, I could say it. Um, I have a Sennheiser MKE 600. Nice. I would love to upgrade to a, a 416, but that's $1,000. So <laughs> one day, one day. Um, but I really, really love this mic, especially since I don't have the best home studio, but for a shotgun mic that kind of decreases sound a lot more. So when I'm in my closet or I'm kind of in like, you know, a bunch of blankets and some pillows, it works perfectly. <laughs> Okay. I like your style. That's exactly where I'm at in life right now. Yeah. <laughs> do you tend to do most of your own bookings? I do. Yeah. Uh, a good friend of mine, Chris, actually told me about Casting Call Club. And I was like, what's that? He was like, yeah, it's kind of like Actors Access for voiceover. And I was like, okay, I'm going to just, you know, make an account. I really didn't expect anything. And I saw a bunch of auditions and I just kind of started that way. I, when I booked my first one, I was like, this is it. I'm going to be on anime soon. Um, but so far I've booked eight in two months. So it's great. <laughs> That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Have you always been in Virginia? Yeah, actually mm -hmm, all my life. Nice. What area did you grow up in? Uh, definitely just Chesapeake, but now I'm in like I'm in Suffolk but I also say I'm in North Carolina because it's definitely just an hour away oh yeah mm -hmm. it's pretty out there there's it's really quiet but it's definitely starting to grow yeah nice yeah for sure so what so far has been your favorite performance a voiceover uh my favorite one actually my favorite one it has to be uh, my Christmas animation I did not think I was going to get this at all because there was a bunch of people auditioning for it and I played the little girl and this was like my first huge animation project where I could see the progress most of the time I don't get to see that so they were sending us samples of how our characters looked and they had a trailer and you know, like we're still waiting for it to come out because it didn't end up coming out during Christmas. But just kind of hearing my voice in and seeing the animations of this little girl that I played was probably one of the best highlights of me starting voiceover. That's so cool. The, um, the whims and wisps. Yes, it okay. is the whims and wisps. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's whims and wisps Christmas pudding. <laughs> The next up with Tabitha McNeil. So you hosted, is that a podcast that you host? Yeah. Nice. What do you talk about? Um, so this was, I made the podcast as soon as we got into quarantine. Because <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh, geez, I don't know what to do with myself. And I just finished a run of a show. And so did my other friends who were on Broadway and on tour and, you know, on TV shows. And I was like, now we're all stuck in the house and we don't know when we're going to get out. But I want to make sure that I highlight you guys. So just in case we get out, people know your name. It's such an interesting podcast because it's really just about 
showcasing my friends. It had really nothing to do with me. It was just showcasing their talents, asking them how they got to this point in their journey because I've seen them grow, you know? Yeah. Okay. So kind of a similar format. Yeah. It was just, hey, like, how did you start? <laughs> you know, when did you start acting? Why did you start? Um, why did you want to pursue Bardway? Uh, how is it like working with all these creatives? I knew I was going to be an actor because we, uh, it was like Black History Month and I was playing Harriet Tubman and we had this really interesting um super cute like African dance and my headband kept falling and I was so determined to not let this headband fall because I thought if it fell I was gonna like break the show and so I'm like dancing my little heart out and trying to keep this headband up and I was like wow this is this was the finding moment for me to say I'm never gonna give up and since then I just kind of blossomed into theater as soon as I could get into a theater class. Um, I was like, this is this is just my home. I started doing, you know, little shows here and there. Uh, was definitely in a lot of church plays when I was younger. Um, and then as I got older, I was like, oh, I can actually pursue this as a career and make money from it. And I've always been a big creative person, especially when it was like, if you don't put me in, I'm probably going to create it myself. And if I create it myself, it's probably, it may be better. <laughs> it may be better than the original sometimes. But I just really just started with just a, a lot of determination and just doing shows or making my own shows, whether it was in my house or with my friends. And my mom would take me to Broadway shows. And she took me to see Wicked and I lost my mind. I cried through the entire thing. Oh, I was like, Bob, this is going to be me. <laughs> Where did you go to school? So I, jeez, I went to, I went to um, Indian River High School and then I was homeschooled for the rest of that. I literally cannot remember the rest of the schools I've been to. <laughs> that is like a fever dream at this moment. And it's like, I know all the people, but I, I am not the type of person to remember a school because I just kind of remember kind of moving a lot. Mm -hmm. My mom, uh, though she's retired, I feel like everyone that has like retired um, parent moves consistently. Mm -hmm. So I never really stayed in a place for too, too long to be like, ah, this is, this is my home school. But Indian River, I think was the most defining moment for me as an actor because we got to do hairspray and I was like, this I've actually found my family here and I still talk to those people to this day. I have a question about one of the training methods that you have studied the Suzuki technique mm -hmm. that has always been really interesting to me do you feel like that affected your performances significantly or was it just kind of like an exercise in curiosity? When I have really, really hard scenes where I have to be very physical or I have to show a lot of emotion under pressure, that definitely helped mm -hmm. because it's a workout on your body. Like it hurts. <laughs> it's supposed to. Like you're supposed to just have these kind of big circumstances and still know how to say your lines. 
and that's what happens on set you know they have the lights they have the people they have fire they have all these special effects and now i still have to give you emotion so suzuki definitely helped with just being in my own little bubble while surrounded in chaos <laughs> yeah okay awesome do, do you do any traveling for acting right now not now but i used to um i was in a uh an improv group before and we used to travel to like different states and do improv shows so before covid hit your girl was on the move i was in new york almost like every month for a couple of weeks but since now i've just kind of been at home and technically i'll say i've been out of state because i do voiceover and i have to you know connect to source connect and technically i'm in la some days because you know my voice was through there but no i'm usually at home recording and doing self-tapes okay well honestly personally i think i would rather work remotely sometimes mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's that's the beautiful freedom of that yeah how long have you been pursuing the voice acting part three months Really? It hasn't been that long <laughs> at all. It has not been that long. And honestly, I actually started because one of my friends was being super petty to me. And I was like, okay, I hear you. I heard it. Thank you so much. Because <laughs> they both have been telling me, Tamsa, you should pursue voiceover. You have a great voice. Other people have been saying it. And I was like, yeah, but they say, you know, when you're watching YouTube videos or taking classes that you can't just have a great voice. So I just didn't try it. And then one day we were all kind of hanging out and I was just making noises and just being funny. And he was like, huh, imagine making all these noises of the characters and not making money from it. And I was like, all right, I heard you. <laughs> this is it. This is it. I get it. So I looked at some uh, scripts started putting it on Instagram. At that time, I had a $40 mic from Amazon. It sounded like I was underwater, but people liked it. <laughs> so, and I kept going until I got a USB mic, um, which I now use for class and like other things, which that one costs like $125. And I, that's when I actually started getting auditions and getting booked on stuff. And I was like, not my little USB bike actually working. <laughs> but now I'm transitioning into bigger things where they want me to have a better mic. They want me to have a better setup. And now I'm looking for an agent and I'm like, oh, I need to find money to get an interface and get a microphone and a stand and head like all these things matter when it didn't matter maybe a month ago when I just started. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, that's really exciting to know that you can move really quickly if you're f efficient and you've got the right equipment. Yeah. Awesome. So it sounds like it's been easier to get voiceover gigs than, like, in-person acting gigs. Yeah, at the moment. Mm-hmm. Cool. Because it's gotten to the point, and it's happened to a lot of my friends where, you know, it's pilot season, but a lot of people aren't getting big auditions for shows a lot of it is voiceover mm -hmm. i was like oh there's a shift because that wasn't happening you know last year or maybe even two years ago but because so many people are at home and they're sticking at home 
we can only do cartoons and anime and commercials. So it works. So what would be your dream role? Oh, okay. So I would love to be in like Toy Story 6. I'm sure we're going to get there. (laughs) (laughs) I would love to be a part of the Pixar universe. Amen. In any any capacity I could be. Um, I've just enjoyed it so much as a child. And now that I'm in voiceover, I'm like, oh, yes, I can totally do any movie they come up with. <laughs> so Pixar is a big dream. And to voice a character in an anime show. Okay. But yeah, those are my awesome. kind of goals for voiceover. So Buzz or Woody? Definitely Buzz. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely Buzz. Okay. I would say Woody because I actually did have um, a Woody toy. Aw. But it actually broke at the same place, like, with his arm. Oh, my gosh. I was like, I don't like you anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like this, so it is Buzz all the way. Okay. Bo Peep or Jessie? Definitely Jessie, because I actually had um, her as a toy, too. Oh, my gosh. It the... was, I thought I was the girl in the movie. <laughs> I did give her away. Oh, It's come full circle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I ask everyone that I have on the show this question. How do you recognize someone from Virginia? <laughs> okay. Um, uh, that's so... <laughs> I don't want to offend all my Virginia people because we do so much. <laughs> um, I feel like you can recognize someone from Virginia just by the way... Um, just by the stores they say they go to. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Or um, what's their order at Waffle House? <laughs> I feel like that's really significant. <laughs> that's one I have not heard before, but that's really yeah, funny. It's their, it's their order at Waffle House. I'm like, geez, you... Because I, th- <laughs> I feel like we all get the same thing. It's just like some eggs, some hash browns. Like, we don't get anything else at Waffle House but just a simple, good breakfast. Or you'll know it's, like, you'll know you're somebody's from Virginia if they're wearing, like, what's those shirts that have the elephant on it? (laughs) It's, like, the Southern Living. (laughs) Yes! Or the the whale simply. Yeah, the whale. (laughs) Or something. (laughs) Like, where where is the store? Like I've never seen it. There was like, one in the Lynn Haven Mall, and it was just like quilted bags and like uh, iron-on shirts. Okay, you know what? That's probably why I didn't go in there because like everyone has this, and they were cute. It was like drink tea and love Jesus, and I was like, oh, where is this from? Why does everyone have this shirt? So. It's a rite of passage down here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fair. As soon as you hit elementary school, everyone has it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you write any of your own scripts, too? 
I do sometimes. Um, I used to be a pretty good uh, sketch writer. So writing scripts is a little kind of bit in my blood to be funny or just, you know, writing things. But most of the scripts that I do write myself are just for characters that I need for my reel. I try not to, because when I was doing improv, like we would just have sketch competitions, um, but they're all heavily character driven because I think I can make up funny uh, characters. I love playing like the little boy who gets like, you know, their candy took in. Okay, let's put that into a sketch and do something with it. Okay. <laughs> Would you be willing to do any examples of some of your favorite characters? Yeah, like, so I'll say like when I started, I did impressions and one that I feel like I can do pretty well <laughs> is Roz from Monsters, Inc. Oh my God. So I will try, I will try to do it. <clears throat> Keep working here, Mazowski. Where's your paperwork? <laughs> so... <laughs> Thank you. I would love to do kind of, I would love to learn how to do Tommy Pickles, but my own version of Tommy Pickles. Oh my gosh. Cause I think like I grew up on Rugrats. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that, so it's like Susie and Angelica are just a joy to listen to every single day. Congrats, Peter. You really knocked this doofus out. <laughs> hey, no fair. Get that here, Igor. Igor, where are you? That is it. Ugh. A sorceress always has to do everything herself. Never trust a troll. Hey there, I'm Sam, and these are all my friends. We're super cool, totally awesome, extra cool kickbuck fighter fighters. Or at least we'll be someday. <laughs> yes! More explosions! Yeah, no, you got rocked by Petey. Hopefully that'll lower his ego just a little. Oh my gosh, what a cute Amatoni! This guy's adorable! What is his name? I'm thinking Pickles, no, Puddles, Frank, Rainbow! Oh, Gus, what a cute name! Hi, hi there, little fella! Do you have a hard time coming up with content ideas for your podcast? I find that there is nothing more embarrassing than all of a sudden being stumped in the middle of a conversation where it's like, I know I had more questions for you, but I just can't remember what they are right now. And that's why I'm trying Poddex. Poddex is the best all-in-one podcast idea generation tool. You get everything from episode ideas to interesting conversation starters for interviews, engaging discussions for your live streams, and even social media content ideas. With this tool, you don't have to spend weeks trying to come up with content for an episode or unique questions for your guests. Just shuffle the cards and pick one at random. Hit the record button and get started. Now you can make better content, have more fun while you're at it, and get your viral moment, all with Poddex. Head over to poddex.com and use code C4C. Hey, this is Latasha Holloway. I plan to be the future mayor of Virginia Beach, but when the time comes, I will need your support. As a veteran of the healthcare field, I understand something about empathy. We must have empathy and compassion in order to improve Virginia Beach.